When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Chicago? Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast, presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Happy Thursday, everyone. I am Kevin Kaduk, CHGO, head of content, here with the weekly CHGO podcast (laughs) with a new set of panelists. The Blackhawks and Bulls seasons are over, so that has freed up the schedules a little bit. Of two of our guys. Is that on camera? I'm sorry. <laughs> we're actually we're actually past the Bears draft too, so Nick's got a little more time. But uh, I'm here with to my left, Big Dave from the CHGO Bulls podcast. Hello there, good to see you, Nick Moriano from CHGO Bears, coming straight off of that set. Yep. And then yep. after this, we have CHGO Blackhawks, and going straight to that will be Mr. Jay Zawoski. I know. Thanks him. for having me. I know him. It's exciting to be here. Yeah, I'm waiting for the invite, like checking my spam folder and <laughs> making sure my daughter didn't read my texts and uh, nothing. I'll be honest, there was a lot of times where you were here at like 9:30 covering a you know Hawks San Jose Sharks game, and I'm like, should I get Jay in here early the next morning? I appreciate. I was, yes. I was being nice. <laughs> I appreciate the 2:30 a.m. Uh, arrivals home were tough, but I don't care. It's it's fun. I think all of us agree, man. The first what month and a half we've been here, it's just been awesome. And uh, I don't mind the late nights because I get to sleep in. I haven't been able to sleep yeah. in in like 20 years. It's great. Ooh, that's, that's fun. So, yeah, I mean, it was 5.30 a.m. every morning for me for the last, yeah. what, 15, 15 years or so. so. Yeah, bro. No, I, I completely agree with you, though, like, because this is just too much fun. Yeah. Like, every day I'm like, dude, I get to do this. Like, right. I really say that to people. Like, this, I really get to yeah, do this because yeah. it, it sounds made up when I tell it to my <laughs> friends. Like, that's not a thing. Like, no, it's real. I really get to wear what I want. Come in here, talk crap with some good friends about sports and anything else, yep. and then walk out, and then they give me a check. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest, wonderful thing, but it's wonderful. It really is. It's a great thing. Yes. Yesterday, I had to do, like, some adult things. I'm Instead sorry. of a retirement fund, things like that, but in the occupations, like, CHCO Bears Report, it's like, right. that's that was there really cool to just put in there, in the, like, the occupation title, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is, it's just fun. You know, I can't, I can't gloss over that though. Retirement fund—is that what you just said? Yeah, I got, you know, I got to look into that. It, you know, at some point. But. I got to hang out with you more, man. That's I'm, right I'm there, far man. away from retirement. You You're know? even farther away from retirement. <laughs> right. But like, you can my never. My uncle, start. my parents are like, you better get that set up right now. And I'm like, right, right. You can never start too early, man. Exactly. Pump that's that true, in yeah. right now. Yeah, it's smart. You can do. Smart. It's a good point. Uh, we're not talking investments. We're not talking four hundred one ks. We're not talking <laughs> Roth IRAs. <laughs> The CHGO podcast is supposed to be fun. Um, (laughs) Today we're going to be talking, you guys have a lot of time, like I said, so we're going to be talking about summer movie blockbusters, sweet, which I think are going to be fun. And and this is what the CHGO Sports Podcast is. It's a collection of our talent, talking about things that interest us, even outside of the realm of sports. So we're going to get into that. But first, we're coming off of the Crosstown Classic, the Mm -hmm. first installment, two games at Wrigley Mm -hmm. on Tuesday and Wednesday. The Sox took both of them. Uh, we don't have any baseball representation here, but we have baseball fans here. We've got mm-hmm. two Sox fans, Cub fan. one Cubs fan. Um, 
what did you guys make of the the series coming out of this? I mean, business as usual. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> went in, did what they were supposed to do. Honestly, it was it was more underwhelming. I think this year one was because both teams are you know still kind of struggling and figuring stuff out right now. But two, because, you know, we hadn't seen the sun in like 43 days. <laughs> really? Literally. So yeah. The weather yeah. kind of played into that as well. Because usually when I go to one over at Wrigley, you know, it's great. The sun is shining. People talking a bunch of crap to each other. And that's always fun. But it was just harder to get into. And then it's usually, it's so early. I'm used to it being yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. June, July, you know, around those times. I haven't gotten pissed at my TV all season yet. <laughs> right? Like, it's too early to even be mad about baseball. So it's too early to be fired up about Cubs and Sox. That's a great point. Especially with the Cubs have no expectations. Mm-hmm. The Sox have underachieved. So mm-hmm. neither fan base is really feeling great right now. So it's hard to be like, you also suck. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just kinda. the fire's not there. I, we need to get these two teams winning and competitive at the same time. Agreed. It should not be this difficult in a big market like this. The Cubs should have an unlimited payroll. The Sox are trying to win. Yeah. This should be the time where we're really into it. Yeah, I agree. But regardless, if they were both undefeated at this point, May, the first week of May, on a Tuesday <laughs> and a Tuesday. Wednesday. How, how does baseball what always shoot itself in the foot? Because oh. not, next year, they're going to be playing. There's increased interleague where everyone is going to be playing everyone at least one series, but that Cubs-Sox is going to be reduced to just three games now mm-hmm. instead of four. But I almost feel like it's not that big of a loss because it feels like that this this uh, Crosstown series has actually never been at a, I don't want to say lower point, but at a point where people are less interested in it. And I find it, I find that kind of notable because it almost seems like the rivalry and hatred between the two sides has never been greater. Mm. Right. Mm. Would you agree with that? I, I, I don't have that hate. Okay. My, my hate is at a two because after the Cubs won, I, I, I was rooting for the Cubs to win. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. the only team I hadn't seen win. And I was like, I've got to see this in my lifetime, you know. And when mm-hmm. I saw it, I was like, okay, great. My hate is now at a two out of ten. And I'm like, yeah, they're the Cubs, and they won. That's fine. But there hasn't been anything to fire me up yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Nothing to just get me sparked up and get into it like that. Yeah, I was still in Iowa when the Cubs won the World Series, but a lot of my – most of my friends are Cubs fans. So I was, I was celebrating with them when they were able to do that. Right. And even now, it's like – I'm gonna go to Wrigley in a couple of weeks with a couple of my friends to go see a game. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate the Cubs. Obviously, seeing the Sox win that and helped. sweep, yeah. that was great to see. Yeah. And seeing my guy, I have a Liam Hendricks jersey on right now. Seeing him play to his Is it the right color, by the way, you got the right. I, I hope so. Yeah, he had to switch it out right at the end. Awesome. There. That was interesting. But yeah, it was nice to see that. No hatred toward the Cubs, but um, yeah. it was nice to see that sweep. It almost felt like the Liam Hendricks thing. Uh, the, his reactions after both wins might have actually planted a seed for something when they do meet again at, at Comiskey, mm, yeah. right? That's always That's his true. reactions, yeah. too. That is Like, Liam Hendricks is a character, and I think he you is. need more characters. I think the Cubs right now are very devoid of characters. That is you take Baez off of that roster. Wilson Contreras is the only guy Wilson on that team there. with any sort mm-hmm. of swagger. That's true. And it doesn't mean I don't like other guys on the team, right. but when you had Rizzo and Javi, right. Bryant was, Bryant was low-key, but he was a great player, right? Um, but to have... Javi and Rizzo and, and Wilson on the same team like that, they would talk. Yeah. You know, they knew how to do it. And people hate Wilson Contreras, and I get it, man. He's a gamer. He's tough. Mm. He'll talk, all those sort of things. But, yeah, the Cubs are pretty devoid of any kind of electrifying personalities right mm. now. And uh, even David Ross is just kind of a level-headed, mm-hmm. normal guy. Sometimes yeah, you want a little bit of that 
red ass on your team, and the Cubs just don't yeah. have it. I feel like that's sort of represent representative of the series a little bit, where mm. Cub fans went into a sort expecting to lose, mm. right? I don't know. It's just I have no connection to this Cubs team right now. Mm-hmm. I just don't, it's which is take crazy because, yeah, there's just nobody that I, aside from Contreras, there's no one I feel overly connected to. Mm-hmm. Kyle Hendricks a little bit, but that's once say, every yeah. five days. Okay. You know, eh, I don't I, know. I just, I I've never like... been more – sorry to interrupt you. I've never mm-hmm. been more meh about the Cubs in my life. <laughs> See, now, I, I, did you watch Friday Night Lights, the television show? A little bit. I, yeah. I can't – my wife is too – she's, like, lusting the entire movie, the <laughs> entire show, because she likes the coach. What is it? Oh, I can't think of his real name. Ky- uh, Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler. 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 Mm-hmm. So, like, every scene, she's like, oh! I'm like, I'm trying to watch the show. <laughs> All right? Like, can we just get – like, establish the fact yeah. that Kyle Chandler's attractive, okay? I agree. Let's just watch the show. Yeah, but I, I think I watched the first season or two. <laughs> so I feel like this Cubs team is like, you remember, like, they, they everyone graduated, and then they brought in, he went to the new school. Yeah. They brought yes. in the new the new uh, cast with Michael B. Jordan yeah. and and the rest of them. East Dillon. Yeah, East Dillon, baby. East Dillon, yeah, yes, sir. He's Dillon. And, it, and you didn't know if this was going to work, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where the Cubs are right now. You've, you've got a new mm-hmm. set of players. Yeah. You, you kind of know where it's going, but you're not sure if you're totally bought in yet, and you're really hoping it's going to work, but you're not sure. Well, you're, sorry, Dave. Um, the question it, is, who's Michael B. Jordan? That's all I was going to say. <laughs> Brennan Davis. Brennan Davis. Right? Okay. That's the thing. But he's is, not here yet. Who on the roster is going to be there when the Cubs are good again? Mm-hmm. Right. Suzuki, maybe? It's sort of the same deal with the Hawks, too. Mm-hmm. Like, who matters here? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I look at Frank Schwindel and Patrick Wisdom as dudes that are going to be meaningful parts of the next Cubs contender. Maybe they don't win a World Series, but right. the next playoff Cubs? Right. I don't I don't think those guys are going to be part of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Brennan Davis is it, right? Yeah. That's and what he was maybe saying. Horner? Mm-hmm. Suzuki? Yeah. Like, as a Cubs fan, like, since you've won a World Series, did, did that change? Because it, it used to be, and I'm, I mean, this is just me outside looking in, but it felt like the perception was just going to Wrigley, enjoying Wrigley, for what it is and the mm-hmm. good time that you have, win or lose, you know what I mean? Of course you want the win, but win or lose, I'm going to have a good time at Wrigley. Did that kind of change after the World Series? Uh, wow, that's a good question. I do think um, expectations just overall changed when that new regime came in, when Joe Madden came in, when Theo came in. And I'll tell you, I think a lot of Cubs fans feel this too, when the Cubs won in 2016, the feeling I had was relief. Mm-hmm. It was more of... Thank God <laughs> they did not lose. And maybe part of that was me working at the score and thinking mm. about had the Cubs blown a Game 7 World Series lead, I'd have to deal with that for the rest of my – you know what I mean? Yeah. Every caller, every – you know, that was part of it. But I was just so relieved that there was not another chapter of the curse being written mm. and that they had finally won. Yeah. That was my immediate feeling was – it was joy, of course, but more relief than anything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, expectations have changed now. You know, you're now you're a big boy organization. It's happened. And, you know, a lot of people said, just one before I die. No, now I want a lot. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want, now I want more than one. And the greed is starting to sink in, right? Yeah. So yeah. it has changed things. And I think mm-hmm. the Cubs are looked at differently um, from their fans of saying, hey – now that you've shown us you can do it, yeah. let's keep doing it. I, like I do think that there is a segment, uh, though, of, of Cubs fans who are like, okay, it did happen, and that mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with that. And mm-hmm. I, I'll say for a long time with the Bulls, I was fine. Like I, I'm like, I'll never have to see another Bulls championship ever again mm-hmm. because I lived through six of them, and that was awesome, mm-hmm. and it will never get as good as that again. 
So I'm going to focus my attention on the Bears and the Blackhawks and, and go from that. And now all I want is the Bulls to get back to, <laughs> to the top. Like if you yeah. if you ask me like one team who I really would want to win, it'd probably be the Bulls. Yeah, actually the Bears, but the Bears, Bears, Bears. Um, yeah. Bears. <laughs> but but the Bulls are right there. No, they're right there. Too. They're definitely right there for me. Um, and that's a great point. It's I always tell people growing. I'm happy I grew up when I did because that is the ultimate fail safe for me. I can always lean on that. No matter mm-hmm. how bad things were going, I can always just go right back to that and live in that nostalgia and just say, ah, greatness, you know, and bathe myself in it and then come out and deal with the trash that we were looking at for the past five years, except for this season, which yeah. has been awesome. But yeah, I want the winning now. Like I'm, I'm ready to, what is, I'm ready to be hurt again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm ready for all of that again from the Chicago Bulls team. Um, because again, it's not, it's not going to be duplicated six and mm-hmm. oh, you're no. just never going to see that again. No. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't want to see my team still at that level. Like the Lakers don't have that mindset. Boston doesn't have that mindset. Yeah. It's dude, let's go get this championship and let's go do it. And I would like that for the Bulls. Both of you guys had great moments in your podcast over the last week Thank where <laughs> some of them, right? Specifically with you, Dave, you said, Hey man, I just really miss seeing my team in the playoffs i miss yeah. waking up knowing that there's gonna be a bulls playoff game yeah, yeah yeah jay you said man i really miss blackhawks playoff hockey but i don't necessarily miss <laughs> the constant nausea two months of just just feeling like you're gonna throw up for two straight months. yeah <laughs> it's true and uh blackhawks twitter during the dynasty invented cry barf die time <laughs> and it was just the way you <laughs> felt dur- because at any second a hockey game can turn right in a basketball game you feel so you got a five run lead or a five a five point lead, ten point lead, whatever. Baseball, same thing. But in hockey, it can a game can flip on a dime. True. Right. If you True. got a two goal lead, it's over in two shots. There's yeah. nothing. Ask like the Boston that. Bruins what what can happen in seventeen seconds. There's nothing like hockey anxiety. It's a completely different yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, what would it be for like for the Bears for you to see them actually get that championship? I don't know. I wasn't alive. When I know. They that's why I'm asking. It. Like that. I'm like, envious <laughs> that you know you guys have seen like championships. Yeah. In your lifetime, like even when I was born in '94, like when the Bulls were doing their thing, it's like, like I didn't, I, I couldn't. The only thing is like the White Sox and obviously the Blackhawks for me, but yeah, to see the Bears win a Super Bowl, mm. I can't imagine that the city will even be standing if that ever happened. <laughs> He's got a point. Honest. He's got a point. Honestly, I was, uh, I was conscious. For, you know, I was like eight or nine when the '85 Bears won, mm. and you want to talk about a city being taken over. They still talk about the 85 Bears. Still. That will will never go away. It will never go away. And I think, interestingly, like when we talk about the Bulls dynasty and the Hawks dynasty and and the 85 Bears, Chicago fans have – it's all or nothing. Like, the 85 Bears are arguably the greatest team of all time. The Bulls dynasty are arguably the greatest – probably are the greatest basketball dynasty of all time. (laughs) Uh, The Hawks dynasty – Maybe the probably the Montreal Canadiens or yes, the 80s Islanders, yes, whatever, correct. or 80s Oilers, I mean, are are better overall teams. But to win three in a cap era, mm-hmm. that's that's going to be pretty unheard of for a long time. True indeed. We either have, we're either here or here, <laughs> where you talk about the Lakers and the Celtics and, and the Bruins right. and the maybe it's the yeah. Patriots Red or whatever. Wings, yeah. Like the, yeah, like the really good franchises that are always there, that always have a shot. Like the St. Louis Cardinals are a good example, mm, yeah. right? Ooh. Their World Series wins are not always the best team, right. but – Year after year after year, they're giving themselves a chance to be in it. Right. And we somehow luck into Michael Jordan. We somehow luck into the greatest defense of all time. We somehow yeah. luck into back-to-back uh, 
drafts of Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Yes, yes, that's kind of right. how it works. You're right, and it's been good. <laughs> like I would take <laughs> all of that luck, and I need more of it now because yeah, we have definitely paid a price. The Bears have paid one, Bulls have paid one, Blackhawks have paid theirs now. Uh, everybody's paid a price, and it's like, dude, when does it come due now? You know what I mean? And I think more so for the Bears, I would like to see it come due more than anything, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because all I have to lean on right now is 06, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and just watching that and getting angry about it because that was such a winnable see, Super Bowl. You say it will never stop with the 85 <laughs> Bears. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that because there is a whole generation of fans, generations of fans younger than us, who to like 06 means more to them than well, he's than got no connection to 85. Correct, right. correct. But he knows everything about and it. And growing up, my they never stopped talking. My dad about and my <laughs> uncles, all they ever did was talk about that 63 team. Mm-hmm. Now, does not do we talk about 1963 ever? No, oh, my, no. my parents. Sure. It was always no. 85. It was, they, yeah. they talked about 85. They were not bear fans. I think <laughs> they, part of it too, though, is a lot of the guys who were part of that are still such. Um, high-profile people in the city, you know, and and it's fading. Like, Ditka's starting to go away. I know his health is waning a little bit because he's, what, in his 80s or whatever. Um, You know, Singletary is still a public figure. You know, obviously always thinking about Mongo, what he's going through is just terrible. Mm -hmm. But he's always been a huge personality in town. Dan Hampton, who's had his share of issues as well, but Mm -hmm. still a visible member of that team. Mm -hmm. Um, They're they're ever-present. You know, yeah, and I think if you, you know, it's like people in in Miami can't get rid of the seventy two Dolphins. Yeah, (laughs) well, the Dolphins haven't done anything. Like the Dolphins are like the one team, like more more pathetic than the Bears. And and plus, that's the team. I think the Bears are the team that that unify everybody here in Chicago. So yeah, there aren't. They might say, "Well, I don't watch hockey." You know what I'm saying? Or I quit watching the Bulls after Jordan. Or I'm either Cubs or I'm White Sox. Mm -hmm. But it's just Bears. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's just. But if Justin Fields becomes what we think he might be able to be, and they become a consistent winner, I think 85 does fade. No. More than you think. No, man. Dude, I think as so. soon as the defense does know. anything this year, the first thing they're going to say, how does this compare to the yeah. 85 Bears they also, every year? They also have, to me, the most beloved figure in Chicago sports history and Walter Payton. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that will never fade. Fact. That Because of the fact that he left us so soon, there was never that like later in life falling out or like the revelation. Like, kind of like with Jordan, we're kind of learning like, oh, he's kind of a – Kind of a jag a little bit. Like, <laughs> and that's what made him great. Yeah. But with Walter, he 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 will forever be what he what he was, was a hero to everybody. I've yeah. always said Michael Jordan belongs to the world. Walter Payton belongs to Chicago. Yes. Ooh, and you have to yeah, be here well to said. understand yeah. his presence. Like yeah. sweetness is all is it's like he's an ever presence here. And he's like mm-hmm. the one guy that we all agree on. Yeah. That's you know? a fact. And we no, all agree Jordan it. is the greatest of all time, right? Yeah. But like with with Walter, when you talk about greatest or beloved, right. Walter was both. Yes, yes. Ooh, that's and, a fact. And he and he's just. Uh, I still watch those videos. I remember I was in. Sorry, I was in college. When Walter died, I was in college. I was going to Lewis University in Romeoville, and people were walking around like, you know. Shell shocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was just like a pall over the entire campus. It was men, women, teachers, everybody that was there was just kind of like, wow. Yeah. Like that guy can die. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like In how? How can that happen? Do you remember when Jeff Perlman um, released his book, the Sweetness Book? Yeah. And that yeah. was that was a book that you know it, it 
it you know painted Walter as a human being and some of the stuff that he went through, and the reaction to it here was you know outrage, right? Yes. And Jeff was like, I don't understand. Like, how are people reacting this way? And then I'm like, I had him on a podcast when I was at Yahoo, and I was like, with all due respect, Jeff, I don't think you quite under like quite did your job understanding <laughs> what Walter meant to the city. Yeah, if you don't understand, this is. The reaction. Literally, the only Bears jersey I wear is Walter Payton. Yeah. Anywhere mm-hmm. I go, it's it's only that one. And I remember I went to a Cincinnati Bengals game, and I had that jersey on, and fans would stop me and say, you know what, I don't even like the fact you have a Bears jersey on, but that's sweetness. That's yeah. Walter Payton. He cool. And I, I was like, I'm not coming in here disrespectful with a Rex Grossman jersey on. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to wear something respectful. And they were like, no, nah, but sweetness was that guy. So yeah. they had yeah. no problem with that on. So, so, so il- further illustrating our point, we started talking about Crosstown Classic. <laughs> Bears. And it just completely Bears. 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 Uh, we do want to talk about summertime movies. We're going to run down the uh, – because you guys do have time on your hands, so you guys are going to get out to the multiplex. But first, this is going to be the highlight of my week. I'm finally on set for a big Dave ad read. Dave, hit me. I am so concerned about his week. <laughs> if this is the highlight of it. But here it is. Because the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you will get two, count them, one, two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, guess what you're going to get? Take a guess. Take a guess. Take a guess. You're going to get a free CHGO membership, damn it, which unlocks all of that web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker, like that amazing shirt that's on him over there. Look at Jay Zawoski's shirt. Go ahead put the camera on. Put the camera on there, man. Put the camera on the one time. Come on, Joey. Come on, Joey. Do your thing. Put the camera there on the one time. Yeah, there it is. Look at him. All beautiful and stuff. That's 2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. And also, live NBA same-game parlay. For that first time ever, you can build the perfect live NBA same-game parlay, and you can do that only with PointsBet. You can buy your favorite bets anytime during the game, and if you want more... Mm. You can also boost your live same game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and partay live with points bet. And all the people in this beautiful, beautiful state of Illinois and this wonderful city of Chicago where the weather makes absolutely no sense right now. <laughs> no, son. You can stay inside and not deal with what is going on out there and download that points bet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. So, what are you waiting for? I have no idea. You should be doing this because once the game starts, you don't just bet. What do you do? Live your bet life. Oh, with points bet. Joe, you got some for me? <laughs> money, money. Mm, it's all right. It's all right. It's early. I ain't judging you. It's early. Oh, it's just oh, low? Okay, it played? Okay. okay. Nice. All right. I wasn't even going to be on you on this one, man, because it's early. <laughs> I know. I know, Joe. I know. Trust me. I understand, man. Thank you for rolling with me. That is awesome. Dave, you, you make wow. CH Joe what it is. Uh, oh, man. Our readers and our listeners and our subscribers, uh, their support make allow us to do what we do. Mm-hmm. If you're not a member yet, uh, you can sign up today. You get premium written content for members at allchgo.com. We have dope merch for all the teams. Mm. When you do become a member, again, you get that free shirt. You get oh, yeah. that members-only Discord. That place is hopping right now because we've had two months of building people and when there's a game going on, people are talking about different things. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we've got the rundown of shirts now. The uh, the Red Stars and Fire shirts are Ooh. fire. Yes, they are. Got the CHO <laughs> shirt there. I've got that one. That's awesome. I got the Bulls one. So sign up today because uh, I think we're building something real cool here. Yeah, I think and so too. Great. Every Thursday I get to do this show with, with uh, members of our staff, and it's mm-hmm. always fun. And it's always cool, and the culture and community that we're building here is awesome. So. No I doubt. I couldn't agree more. Definitely. All right. Summer blockbuster movie. I, do we it. should have had like that guy, the the movie voice. Oh. In, in a world. <laughs> CHGO. Right. right. <laughs> Points bet. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy, but uh, for two summers, we have not really had a a movie scene to, to talk about on summer. I, have you guys that's been out point. to the movies lately? I haven't, and that's disappointing because I love, love, love going to the movie theater. I always have. It's one of my favorite things to do is to go in at a time when no one's there and just watch a movie and so I can focus on it by myself or watch it with the elderly people. They are the absolute best <laughs> to watch a movie with. They want to talk about it after it's over. Then they want to introduce me to their granddaughters. But it's great. It's great. I love doing it. I'm a big film person, man, because of my parents. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. I love it. Yeah, um, big movie guy, and I recently saw the last movie was The New Batman, and mm, I know okay. that got mixed reviews um, even with Within people here at CHGO, I but I, I, I like it. I like that. I thought it was a really good um, interpretation of Batman. But okay. any Marvel movie that comes out, I'm most likely going to see that Word. two to three times in theaters. That's just, just how I roll. That's right. Yeah, I have not been. I think the last movie I saw in a theater was Rise of Skywalker. Mm, it's okay. been that long. We That's did not go at all yeah. during COVID. Um, there's a couple on the radar though. I think I would consider going back for. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw, I saw a story in Forbes today about how, like, well, people are more comfortable than ever going to the theater, but they're still not going. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm more comfortable now than I've ever been during COVID. It still doesn't mean I'm just going to go all the time. Right. I saw yeah. I saw Rise of yeah. Skywalker opening night, and I had a terrible cough and sneezing, um, and, I, like, I couldn't stop and had it happen three months later, like, I probably would have been punched yeah. and kicked, kicked out. out. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would have been They would have paused and would have put a spotlight on you. <laughs> right. And just, like, hit the ejector button. F-14. F-14. <laughs> I've seen two movies uh, over the last two years in the theater. One okay. was Spider-Man. Okay. A couple weeks later, we took our girls to see Sing 2. They love Ooh, Sing. Okay. okay. We went to Sing Sing 2. A week later, all of us had Omicron. So I, yeah. I don't know if it was worth it. Like, we probably should have waited for digital, but... <laughs> I haven't been to the theater since everything's going down. And yeah, right. it sucks, but I haven't been. I just I can't bring myself to do it yet. I feel like now might be like, especially since a lot of us we got day, some days free. Yeah, yeah, going on a weekday, I think I, I'd be down with that. I think okay. I, I think I'm probably ready now to to do it. You ready? But like you said, right. Kevin, we all went to a concert at the United Center. We had been perfectly like being as safe as we can be, masking everywhere. We went to see Casey Musgraves at the United Center, and mm-hmm. like <laughs> me and my daughter like. COVID. <laughs> like the one time we go somewhere, it, it happens. That'll happen. And that was right during Omicron, man. Same thing. Like right away. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to run down, I think, 11 movies. Hopefully we have enough time to do this. Okay. Um, it starts this weekend. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi brings the Illuminati featuring Patrick Stewart as Professor X into this new mind-bending adventure with Benedict Cumberbatch as the Sorcerer Supreme Ooh. opposite oh. Elizabeth Olsen, Rachel McAdams. He would tell Ijiaf- Is that how you say it? it yes. Yeah. Well done. Ijiaf- yeah. Benedict Wong and Zoshital Gomez. Mm. I'm excited to see this. I, I haven't missed a Marvel movie yet. <laughs> like, I, I see them all. I see it. The only one I haven't watched is The Eternals. It's the only one I haven't watched okay. yet. I'm yep. going to. It's on Disney Plus. I'm going to check it out. But yeah, because from the 
trailers I've seen, it looks like they're kind of taking off a of what if. And because yeah. yep. mm-hmm. when I saw the clip where it looked like Peggy Carter is going to be, you know, Captain Carter as she was in What If, oh, man, oh, my nerd went insane. <laughs> like, I got too excited for that. So I'm really, really interested to see uh, where the story goes for that. And we got the teaser right after the latest Spider-Man movie. So as soon as we saw that in the, you know, the cutscenes there, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. When is this coming out? And obviously it's going to be at the end of the week. And. You know, Bears have rookie minicamp, and I have to make a decision here. No, oh. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'll be there, I'll be there. But uh, I cannot wait to see this movie. Uh, again, mar- anything Marvel, you'll most likely I'm going to be there. Word. Yeah, I'm, I'm not caught up on Marvel. There's a bunch I've missed. Not not too many, but uh, it is sort of hard to keep up with a it little a bit. Lot. It's a lot. And I'm wondering, and you guys would probably know better than me, is this a movie I can just go see? Like, What, what dots do I need to connect before I, I go see I think you need to one? know what the multiverse is. I have an I have an idea of that. Yeah. Okay. So this was supposed to come out right after WandaVision, mm-hmm. so a few months after okay. that. And then the pandemic delayed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched all the uh, WandaVision. We're we're done with all that. Sam Raimi so, did the original Spider Man. Now yes, twenty years after that. Mm-hmm. He actually took this over from from Scott Derrickson, who actually then went on to uh, direct another movie that's gonna be on our list. Um and Cumberbatch actually says it's Marvel's darkest mer- movie, so I'm, ooh, I'm interested. I like ooh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I, I'm not a big like multiverse time travel guy, but mm-hmm. uh, I can get into it. Yeah, they usually that's usually hard to pull off, and Marvel's one of the few people that have actually pulled off time travel correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I'm gathering from the trailer is this is him dealing with the consequence of what he did at Endgame. Yes, right. Like mm-hmm. so, this is all the ripple effects of. Of that, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm down. And Spider Man, and Spider Man, okay. yeah. Yep. All right, so I got to see those. I think all Loki right. somehow ties in too, right? It has to, right? Yeah, yeah he's I think always, so. Yeah. yeah. Big, big Marvel. You might want to do some homework. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. All right. wait. Joey yeah. doesn't enter a microphone, but he says it's setting, uh, <laughs> setting up, setting up everything. Yes, so. it's the setup, the assist man. <laughs> Second movie, wait. Top Gun Maverick, May 27th. Oh. Tom Cruise returns as Maverick in this sequel to the 1986 movie Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of it? That long? <laughs> this wow. one features Val Kilmer, awesome. Yes. Jennifer Connelly, even more awesome. John Hamm, <laughs> Ed Harris, and Miles Teller, who's going to be Goose's son, mm. Rooster. I'm a uh, big Miles Teller fan. This man. was originally scheduled to be released on July 12th, 2019. It got delayed for yeah. technical reasons. They wanted to make sure the flights were right. right. And then that pushed it into pandemic, and that mm. pushed it back even two more years. But now yeah. we're here. Uh, Lady Gaga just released the film's theme song, Hold My Hand. Really? And, Gaga uh, did it? Is that a hoodie yeah. cover? <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. I hope so. All I know is when I saw the trailer and I heard that, that bell a very familiar Top Gun, like the first little boom. Mm. I'm like, let's go. I was like ready to run through the wall. As soon as I heard that, that hit me right at the perfect age where Top Gun was the coolest movie ever. There was the NES Top Gun game. Which, which, was, was, crap, which was crap. Yes, it was, sir. It was crap. And now it's crap. Back now then it was, it was great. It was I love that. Yeah. I played the hell out of that game. Mm. And I'm excited for this. I have been since 2019. The only like little mental block I'm having, I watched the latest trailer before we came in today, is would all these Navy people have this much Botox? <laughs> like I see like Tom Cruise, like cheeks are here. Val Kilmer looks like he's made of rubber. Like I just don't think most Navy men have gotten that much work done. Um, but you never know. I mean, it's it's uh, 2022, so yeah, open-minded, man. but like self-care. It's kind of like you have to suspend disbelief that Iceman would have gotten that much work done on himself between now and 1986. But uh 
I think he like, would. The, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to see it. Absolutely going to see it. The yeah. fight scenes look incredible. Yeah. Because yeah. now the technology to film such a thing is... This is one you have to see in IMAX. I think. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And uh, my the only other little concern I had is in the trailer, they're sort of rehashing all the famous scenes. So we saw a volleyball scene. Yeah, we saw a lot a of singing in the bar scene. I hope it's just not a rehash. Mm-hmm. I hope it's an original story. It's going to be a big theme for me today as we discuss these movies. Yeah. Original ideas. Let's yeah. stop remaking yeah. stuff and there's make something m- fresh. <laughs> but this I looks... Hate, I, hate to tell <laughs> I hate to tell you, there's not, not too many original ideas here. I know. It's it's uh, Well, some of the things I looked at seem pretty cool and imaginative. So yeah. yeah. These that, are the 85 bears of movies. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I am 100% uh, in on Top Gun. Okay. Yeah. Whenever it's out, I will see it. That is just pure nostalgia. I'm not a for me. I'm not a big Top Gun guy. Oh man, Ooh, I was not into cars. You. I was Hold not into planes. Me either. <laughs> I did not. I, so I did not see this movie for like 15 years, okay. and then it became that movie that I enjoyed telling people that I had never seen. You guys oh, have a movie like okay. that? Oh, oh man, um, I, I'm Hoosiers. sure I do. I'm sure I've I never seen Hoosiers. Like Oh. Hoosiers? Yeah. So, yeah. So, you're never going to watch okay. it because you enjoy telling No, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm you understand. Guess, it. I'm going to guess they won. They did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, also, Bashir uh, Salah Hudden, I think, is his name. He's also in the new Top Gun movie. He's from here, okay. from Chicago. Went oh, to cool. Whitney oh, Young, okay. graduated from there. Uh, great actor, man. He's, he does okay. a bunch of ton of awesome things. I ended up seeing it because my wife wouldn't see The Wire until she. I agreed to watch Top Gun. So I thought it was like worth the trade. That it's, <laughs> See, it's a, hard to watch a movie made in 1986 because culture is so different right. now versus then. I had, yeah. yeah. In 1986, that if you want to know what 1986 was like, watch Top Gun. That's a great point. <laughs> the catchphrases, the sunglasses, the, the high motion. fives, the yeah. sunscreen, the like, Kenny Loggins. It, yeah, it's a time capsule. Right. Looking at it now, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's right? why you love it though, honestly. Because right. yeah, I think we all knew you. It was kind of ridiculous when you saw it. But yes, it was. It was all you had. Right. You know what I'm saying at that point in time. So when you look back on it. It's like, I'm sure you watched me a kid. Like, this is dumb. What are you talking about? This is really ridiculous. You're like, yeah, but it's my ridiculous. Yeah, it's my ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 1994, you're watching this movie. I am going to watch. I've seen, I've obviously seen the original one, but I think the my best memory from Top Gun is like all the people in, like who would go dress up as Maverick yeah. for Halloween yeah. parties. <laughs> I would see everything. I'm like, okay. But yeah, my dad and I, uh, he introduced me to the movie early on. Word. But yeah, I'll definitely go see it in theaters. Take your athletic okay. greens, go play some volleyball. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. June 10th, Jurassic World Dominion. Ooh. Yep. The uh, third and final movie in whatever this is, a third trilogy, I guess. Yeah. I Chris so, Pratt, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, and the original Jurassic Park stars Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Those three have never been together since that original first movie, which is amazing. Okay. still amazing. That is yeah. um, they now face a world of dinosaurs where humans may no longer be the apex predator. Mm. Um, you know what? The first one of this trilogy was kind of fun because there was a lot of fan service. The second one was terrible. Yeah. I don't feel great about this one. I, I, I disagree with the second one being terrible. I, I like what it set up for the, for the third one okay. as actually, you know, dinosaurs taking over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little darker than, than you're kind of used to. So I'm looking for more darkness. You All know right. what I'm saying? Darkness in this one right here. But... Also, Sam Neill looks amazing. <laughs> like, I, lo- I saw him in the trailer. Yeah. That dude looks great, yeah, man. Like, for real, bro. Yeah. Laura Dern, like, hopefully they give her actually something to do in this movie, unlike the Star Wars movies. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Awesome right. character. She with, looked uh, good. 
She yeah. did look good. Big Laura this is Dern true. guy. This is true. Laura Dern's awesome, man. Yeah. For a long time, she's been awesome. That's true. <laughs> Can't argue. <laughs> Nick, you in? Are yeah, you in? I loved Jurassic Park growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, I had all the action, like, all the dinosaurs that you can possibly have. Word. And, you know, just growing up with, you know, these movies, like, I got to see how it all ends. Yeah. Dinosaurs come out on top. Like, like the Velociraptor, <laughs> man. Exactly. Like, Love Velociraptors. Man, dude. Right. A, they make them the most terrifying things on Earth. They That's were so like cool. the hyenas of the yes. you yep. know, dinosaur world. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. June 17th, Lightyear. Chris Evans voices the new Buzz Lightyear for an origin story about the real astronaut that inspired the toy featured in the Toy Story films. This one's directed by Angus McLean, who did Finding Dory in 2016. And as I understand that this is basically the movie that Andy watches uh, okay. to actually want the toy that uh, Buzz Lightyear is based on. So it's based on the toy and the movie's based off so, of the real yeah, person. Yeah, this is like basically like Andy Star Wars. We watched okay. Star Wars, we wanted it, whatever. <laughs> okay, Andy Star Wars. I like how you put that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to see this one. I'm ne- I've never been a big Toy Story fan. Maybe that's my movie. It's Toy Story. I've never been a big Toy Story okay. kind of guy. Okay. Uh, I thought the first one was great. Yeah. And I was like, good, that's enough, right? Oh, no. <laughs> it's more, it's more, more toys. It's, it's more things going on. And I just didn't catch up with it. Yeah. Uh, nothing against me. I've heard nothing but great things about it. But, yeah, I, I can wait on this. This one. is a Disney Plus one for me. Yeah, oh, That's it. That's it. I might see it. Uh, I remember just watching actually the third one in theaters. Like I was almost in tears. It's a Pixar requirement that you cry at some point. In the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, they, they got me. But you know, Chris Evans also is the the voice of Buzz Lightyear, and like I have a man crush on Chris Evans. I'm, you know, Captain <laughs> America. So that. I'm gonna see it. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, that's me. That's me with dude. Michael B. My Jordan. girlfriend knows that too. She's like, yeah, no, I, I see it. I right. Get it. Oh yeah, it's well, it's not hard to see. I no, mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a Disney Plus one for me. Mm. We're reaching the point where animation is getting slightly too realistic Mm -hmm. and while these are clearly cartoons there's still some very overly human elements that i'm not totally comfortable with yet (laughs) yeah uh and the and the light year animation is is right there with like the dust particles and the lighting is perfect yeah um look it's a pixar movie it's going to be good oh yeah they've Mm -hmm. got the formula down for making really good and compelling movies so i'm into it i I like the toy story movie so Mm -hmm. yeah it's not a theater one for me but mm-hmm. it's definitely what I'm going to uh, prioritize on Disney Plus. Okay. Right. June 24th is Elvis. I love Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Love Big Elvis guy. Okay. Right. This one is interesting. Uh, Austin Butler stars as the king of rock and roll with Tom Hanks as his manager, mm-hmm. Colonel Tom Parker. That He comes with his own baggage. I don't think he's as nice of a guy as the last band manager that Tom Hanks played in that thing you do where he just brought everything good to the table, right? Um, Good movie. Austin Butler is kind of a newcomer. He played Tex Watson in What's Mm -hmm. Upon a Time in Hollywood. This is Baz Luhrmann's first movie since Great Gatsby in 2013. Wow. And, of course, he made his name doing Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet. It's going to be a very stylized thing. The trailer looks awesome. Mm -hmm. Butler, I don't know if I'm completely going to buy as Elvis Presley. Mm -hmm. Judging off of Gatsby, this thing could go off the rails and get really weird. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to go see it. I probably will make a point to go see it. Yeah. Uh, have you guys watched the trailer? I, I definitely saw the trailer. I'm a huge music fan, along with being a movie fan. So I definitely watched the trailer. Uh, I don't hold Elvis at that high level <laughs> like you. I mean, he was a hero to most. He, he wasn't that high for me. You know what I'm saying? There's a yeah. lot of other, other underlining things mm-hmm. uh, surrounding Elvis. But I will say when it comes to... Uh, biopics and movies like that when it's talking about musicians 
I go in believing about 48% of it. Right? Mm. That's really what I go in because I look for the perfect character. And that's when I know your movie's not real. Because there's always yeah. somebody in those movies who's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Just the perfect wall, the perfect friend, you know. And I'm like, oh, they're the person who helped make this movie. You know what I'm saying? I get it now. Oh, like, like, the hell? like Ray is probably the only <laughs> one where I was like, okay, nobody was perfect in here. Even Ray Charles was, yeah. was not good in here. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody was perfect in that movie. So I look for that. I look for who's the perfect person in that. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to watch it because I'm a huge music person. Again, I think because Elvis is ridiculously right, right. talented person, man. But I'm interested to see it. You know what I'm saying? And what's real about it, you know? Right. Is that why your hair is like this? Because of Elvis? Is that why it's this <laughs> oh, awesome? Yeah, maybe. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, I don't know. For me, yeah. I, like, I probably won't see it. We watched the, we watched the trailer this <laughs> yeah. morning, Kevin, and it did look good. It's just, I don't know if the connection. HBO Max. To, uh, yeah, that's probably, yeah. probably yeah. an HBO Max movie for me. I'll see it. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to see it. I, I love any, any musical, doc, not documentary, but uh, biopic is, I'm down with. I love yeah. uh, Walk the Line and Ray yes, and yes. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. <laughs> it was all right. It was all right. <laughs> I love Queen. <laughs> the movie was a little like, hmm, yeah. okay. Um, it had its moments, though. Yes. Uh, yeah. For sure. I, I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. Um, but I mean, I feel like, um, and Kevin, maybe you can comment on this. Like, I feel like over the last 10 years, Elvis's, um, I don't know, it feels like it's it's faded a little bit. Mm. It's like the 85 Bears. I'm telling you, man. But I feel like the people the from the same era have sort of elevated. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're seeing, like, Johnny Cash obviously was elevated. But maybe this will do the same thing for Elvis and sort of it's very, reintroduce yeah. him to a new generation of people. Well, Dave was people. like, I want to see how this movie ends. I'm like, it probably ends with him dying on the toilet. Yeah, with him <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know how he ended, but now I'm going to sit how they ended, you know, because it might right, end right. with him just walking into the toilet in slow motion <laughs> and then just a glowing light. I see, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The like, door shuts, yeah. the fan turns right. on, fade to black. Right, yeah. exactly. You know what I'm saying? And to be clear, I like I like Elvis's kind of cultural spot more than I do his actual music. Ooh, I just kind of like okay. the Vegas. I like Fat Elvis. I like Graceland, all that okay. cheesy shit. Like, I was going to ask yeah. you, which, which Elvis was your favorite? Yeah, I'm not was like young Elvis or no, no, older no, no, Elvis? Yeah, older okay. Elvis. I will like, say, overweight. there is a, I've, okay. I've never been the biggest you know the music is it's fine it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's it's been around me so much that it was hard to like dive in because it's just yeah. oh i know this and i know this i know this mm. um two things the uh the recordings of him at stacks are just incredible like mm -hmm. soulful and funky and Fair. awesome so check that out and then if you're ever in nashville you take the rca studio b tour and the studio is where Elvis did a lot of his recording mm -hmm. okay. including the uh the piano where he played are you lonesome tonight mm -hmm. And if you listen to that song, you'll hear at the very end there's a bump. Elvis recorded that song in complete darkness and hits his head on the microphone when he ends the song, and they leave it in there. Hmm. So on the album credits, it says, Are You Lonesome T.O. Dash Night to mark where he hit his head on the microphone. Nice. Wow. And then there's like a smash cabinet that he kicked in, and like, it's cool. The RCA Studio B hmm. Tour is excellent. So if you're an Elvis fan or just a fan of country music, like mm -hmm. there's a... I, lo I love that stuff. There's a parking <laughs> block that Dolly Parton hit she like went too far and it shattered the concrete and it's left it. It's now <laughs> part of history, right? Yeah. So more, if you're ever in Nashville, RCA Studio B, you got to do it. Okay. Awesome. But especially awesome, if you're an Elvis fan. Okay. Right. We're going to get to six more movies after this, including another Marvel install installment. But first, do you want to start your day with a competitive edge? Strava CBD coffee is a game changer. Yes, it helped, is. has helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee 
infused with organic broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you. Feel alert and focused without the jitters. Live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you can wake up feeling your best. Yes. And the best part, (laughs) Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures Mm. for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with the powerful entourage effect of benefits. CHGO listeners now can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com Strava mm-hmm. when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. Only one use per customer. I think we talked about this, Jay. This is actually the, uh, the first product that we've had that we've actually repurchased. We got it for free, and then we bought it again. I missed the free stuff. I was taking my, <laughs> my sweet-ass time getting here. Um, but, yes, I ordered some, and I will order more. It's fantastic. It's, it's super great. I turned in, I turned my parents on to it. They ordered some. Oh, great. That's awesome. I've had some back issues. Um, and while I, you know, the chiropractor help, I think the CBD coffee, I mean, actually – like genuinely actually helps. So. Just rub the beans right on your back. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, yeah. Anyway, with Strava, you're in control. The Save visual. on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. I've actually set that up because, and it tastes really good too. Yeah, I love it's great. That's important. You, yeah. If you were to take a taste test of whatever, three or four, you never know that one of them is CBD coffee. There's no, there's no weedy taste to it or anything like that. It's, it's a fantastic cup of coffee on its own. Yeah. Mm. Right. Saying a lot. Let's go for some Strava after this guy. All oh, right. Probably. Down. Twist my arm. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the movies. June 24th, Black Phone. Okay. Dude. Have you heard, have you heard about this movie? <laughs> I heard about it when I watched the trailer this morning. Okay. 100% in. Oh, wow. At home. I ain't seen that in a theater. I am too fat for jump scares. <laughs> like, I cannot be startled. I cannot have any. My heart is too fragile. I need to see it uh, at home. But the oh, premise man. of it looks awesome. It's kind of like serial killer meets Sixth Sense, kind of a whole deal. Uh, let me read the. Let me read the. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm very excited about this one. We can tell. After being abducted by a child killer, played by Ethan Hawke, shout out, and locked into a soundproof basement, a 13 year old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. I'm out. <laughs> right I'm out. You out right there. I haven't watched the trailer. I don't want any part oh, of this. So okay. the Marvel guy needs reality in his movies. It's too scary. I I don't like horror movies. All right, well, there you go. Like that's fair, that's fair. I got. I have kids. I you know. Okay. I'm, I'm um, a fan. I'm a fan of horror movies. I okay. I like them. I, when you read me that yesterday, you were in. I was in. When you were telling me, I was like, this sounds like something awesome. I would really check out and yeah. just see because it sounds weird. It's not something. Again, I'm not going to go to theater and see it. No, hell but no. I would. Yeah, I would definitely. Definitely turn this on and watch this, and I would hope that it has. It just sounds like it's going to be good, and if it's not good, it's going to be good bad. Variety you know said I mean? the <laughs> Variety said the trailer was scarier than the COVID nineteen Delta variant. They published oh, that in August twenty twenty one. That's all right. Uh, that's Ethan Hawke's name is the Grabber. Stop that's it. his actual that's character. His name? The, the Grabber. grabber. All right, I'm how, out. How is he I think arrested? I'm out now. That's yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's even even that that's a nickname. You know what I mean? like Stabby McStabberson or something right. like that. Like, <laughs> the grabber. Hey, he's the shooter. Yeah, yeah. Like, the grabber. <laughs> the stabber. Get my free this candy was based, van. It was based on a... <laughs> <laughs> no, the grabber. You know what I'm saying, Jay? Come on, man. That's crazy. 
It's based on a 2004 <laughs> short story, the same name. And this movie is actually directed by Scott Derrickson, who was originally on Doctor Strange before leaving over oh, Creative Differences. Okay. Okay. So he left that. Was, was this the Creative Difference? He was left. <laughs> yeah. he, they he didn't was, support Black Phone. <laughs> he wanted the grabber to come in and, okay. and get yes. uh, Wong, I guess. They lost him right yeah. then and there when he said that. See, it's his character. His name's the grabber. We're out. No. <laughs> Nick, are you, are you going to force a tie here and say you're not in, or are you with these two guys? If I watch it, it's going to be early in the day, so when I come out, there's sunlight. I yes. know that I'm not in the setting yes. anymore. I'm back in reality. That's how I That's the too. only way I'm seeing this movie. That was theaters. us in college. We went to see Scream in college, Ugh. and we all got out of the theater. We're like, we're checking the trunk, right? Like, yeah, we're checking the, we're checking the back seat. Like, that, we, that, 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 that okay. screwed us up. That screwed us up for a little while. All yeah. right. We got to move a little quickly here, I think. All right. All right Minions, Rise of Gru, July 1st. Another prequel. Fifth movie in the Despicable Me franchise. <laughs> Uh, this one was coming, supposed right? to come out July third, twenty twenty, and here's some artwork featuring Nick and uh, the Minions. He I guess. knew it was coming. Man. Yeah, yeah now I feel that. like I have to see this movie because I'm the freaking artwork <laughs> right here. Yeah, I'm that guy. You're that so, man. Uh, yeah, very uh, Joey. This was you that. Uh, yep, Joey, mm-hmm. our great producer, made this, and yeah, it looks great. Um, I don't know if I'll actually see the Minions though. In theaters, to be completely honest, right. it's not my. I'm not going to see it. Nah, it'll be on in the background someday. Background, yeah, absolutely. July 8th. This is actually the movie I'm most excited for this uh, year. Okay. Thor, Love and Thunder. Ooh. Chris Hemsworth is hanging up his hammer, making Natalie Portman the new Thor. Um, joining the adventure are Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in this one. And Christian Bale as villain oh, Thor the God Butcher. Yes. Uh, the yeah. director, Taika Watiti. I don't know if I got that right. Mm. Um, he actually said that this is the best Marvel villain yet. Wow! Yeah, he, right. did, he did the last uh, Thor movie. He did. He did. Yeah, awesome, Phenomenal. man. So, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Yeah, Let's go. You said Natalie Portman, so I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Four of the six original Avengers now have been replaced. Wow, that's you know the two sad. that haven't. The original? Uh, no, she got replaced. So Hawkeye got replaced. Hawkeye got Thor replaced. is replaced. Yep. Captain America's Captain replaced. Yep. Iron Man. And, Iron Man's uh, replaced. Scarlet's replaced. So. Hulk. Hulk. Who did Iron Man get replaced by? Well, yeah, well, I'm saying, like, there's not a new Iron Man. But, yeah, Spider-Man oh. did re- – there's actually not a new uh, Iron Man. Iron Heart, I think they're going to go with. There's Are a, they? Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're going that way for Phase 4. They're mm-hmm. getting new actors to, to, to fill out some of these suits. So, yep, kind of yep. cool. Yeah, see Tessa Thompson. Shout out, Brenda. Absolutely. Tessa yeah. Thompson. For sure. Thor is so <laughs> interesting because those first two movies, I think, were just kind of zeros. Yeah, yeah, the, the Dark like World it. is probably the worst Marvel movie. Terrible. Yeah. Like, and then Ragnarok is just beloved. It's just amazing. amazing. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Great movie, yeah. man. Yeah. I um I'm not a huge Natalie Portman person. What? And I I thought I thought that she I thought that she dragged down I thought she dra- actually dragged down the first look, two look, Thor's. Even I'm Jake sorry. over there from way back <laughs> there. Like, everybody just like, please. I'm just everybody's there. She's the professional I've been a fan, though. Like Come on, man. I'm not a... Dude, yeah, that's your sorry. boy. <laughs> I have opinions, all right? I'm going to express my opinions. <laughs> Embrace debate. Embrace debate. Embrace debate. <laughs> July 29th, Bullet Train. I think this is actually... Oh, sort- I mean, because it is. The name alone. I, I thought this was an actual like new concept, but it's actually based on a Japanese novel called Maria Beetle. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, and Michael Shannon, among others. Oh, Bad Bunny's also in there. Oh, shout I'm out. I'm not exactly God. sure who Bad Bunny is. So, Art is one of the biggest in the world right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. wrestler. And also wrestler, an amazing wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. Stole the show at WrestleMania. That's true. Amazing. Is it true. a man or a woman? It's a guy. Okay. It's a guy. <laughs> I don't even a, know. I have zero clue. It's a guy, man. Uh, they are all on a fast-moving bullet train with 
Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five assassins on board. Oh, man. I'm, I'm in. I'm it, looked, in. it looked really cool. And it did. I, I am realizing later in life, I'm a big fan of what Brad Pitt does. Mm. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he was fantastic. I love Moneyball. Yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. think he's he's so good looking that he doesn't get enough credit as an, yeah, true. He doesn't get enough credit as an actor because he's a good looking dude. Yeah. He is legit. And DiCaprio is sort of same. It, it took a long time for people to realize, he's like, so holy cow, good. this guy can act. I think the DiCaprio best, I think so the good. best debate, and maybe we'll do this on a uh, future CHO podcast, okay. but we'll just, if, if you take the careers of uh, Matt Damon, uh-huh. Brad Pitt, uh-huh. and Leonardo DiCaprio, like uh-huh. who comes out on top? I think Leo. it's Leo. Leo. Yeah. Yeah. All right, show's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get into that. Let's, let, that'll be next week. He's um, got the trophy. Like, yeah, he's great. He won. Yeah, yeah. I like Sandra Bullock. Anything uh, she's on fast moving vehicles. I'm. I'm she's in. she <laughs> is she be two for two. Well, that speed two though. <laughs> well, that was a boat. It wasn't moving fast. Yeah, yeah. But I like the you talked about stylized with Baz Luhrmann. It's this looks similar. Bullet Train. Yeah. Real colorful and artistic. You could tell there's a lot of comedic moments in there too to break yeah, up the true. action. Mm-hmm. It looked cool. I hadn't heard heard of it until i watched the trailer and i'm like hell yeah i'll see this this looks good all right august 5th i love that i love this one i love my dad (laughs) the plot of this one i do too (laughs) uh pat oswalt as a hopelessly estranged father who poses as a beautiful woman and catfishes his son in an attempt to reconnect. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this one could go a lot of ways. This is Doubtfire? No, man, get yeah, out of my head, yeah. Jay. Get out of my head. I could not I find a trailer for this. Oh, man. I haven't seen I didn't. I didn't find one either. I like Pat Oswalt a lot. I feel like this is like that one that kind of comes out of, it comes out in August, comes out of nowhere, and is possibly a huge hit, kind of like in that 40-year-old virgin vein. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But I, I don't know. I, I can probably wait to see this on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, I'm going to definitely wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, no question about it. Yeah. Definitely waiting. To get me into the theater now, you got to have blow stuff up. Stuff has to be. <laughs> yeah, either blow stuff up or it's got to be like an RT independent in movie. Yeah. And I'll go. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel the, was number yeah. one, though. That's yeah. the number one reason. Black Widow came out straight to Disney Plus. Like, yeah. I, I felt like that I diminished that it. One. I haven't watched The Eternals yet. I feel like that's, that's going to diminish yeah, it because I didn't mm-hmm. see it, whatever. So. so, all right. Final installment Beast, August Ooh. 19th. All right. A father played by Idris Elba okay. and his two teenage daughters find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the savannah has but one apex predator. I'm in. I'm in. Stringer Bell versus a lion. <laughs> Idris Elba fighting lions. I'm yeah. in, bro. <laughs> like, start the show. Like, yeah. yeah. Give him I'm a popcorn. I'm down. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I like this this uh, this wording. Rogue lion. Yeah, right. That, like, like, the like the ones that are very orderly yeah, and exactly. follow the rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one who served me at the Starbucks. Yeah, that, that, nice, that nice lion right there. Come on, the dude. civilized oh, lion. The this civilized is a, lion. Some no, bad we, stuff has happened. We don't associate with those lions. I'm in on this one. Yeah, yeah sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm down. They could have called it Rogue Lion, and I would have yeah. been in on this. I would have been in on this too, man. Oh, I'm with Lion. all of this. So there are other ones coming out. I didn't go down the entire list. The one um, I saw that I wanted to see that looked good was Firestarter, which is a yeah. remake of a Stephen yeah. King. Yeah. But it looks like they're kind of turning it into a Firestarter is like a superhero angle. You did. And yeah. how yeah. she has to control her powers for good. Right. That's a cool way to, okay. and I, I, I don't, I didn't see the original. I, I read it forever ago, but don't remember it. But it seems like an interesting way to take the story. I agree. Okay. So and yeah, that looks that was cool. Nick exactly. told me he was upset that I didn't include Downton Abbey on this one. So <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> for that one. 
I don't know yes. the appeal of those. I have not watched shows of no, rich of rich that. white people <laughs> sitting around being snarky. Uh, it's like, why is this entertaining? Yeah. Like, hmm, I'm drinking I like tea. rich like, white people <laughs> so boring. doing dramatic, crazy things. Yeah. Like blowing stuff up and yeah, things yeah, like that. Blow some stuff up. Slapping people. Blow up like, the Abbey. That. Yeah. That. I watched the church. She's like, I have acquired a villa in France. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Done. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this was fun. I think this needs to be a uh, annual tradition here at CHGO. The first, the first one we're, yeah, we're definitely doing this. non-sports. So. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm Hopefully, with everyone it. enjoyed this one. Uh, make sure you check us out at CHGO underscore Sports on Twitter. Follow everyone here on Twitter. Make sure you join us next Thursday at twelve thirty. The CHGO Sports Podcast on YouTube. Pack a lunch. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>